Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Shine with Heidi where we are all learning together how to survive, heal, inspire, nurture, and encourage one another. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on on my podcast or done anything with Shine with Heidi. Good things have gone on in my life. I have been incredibly busy learning a new job. It has really kicked my booty, I'll tell you that. But I'm getting to where I feel a little bit more comfortable in it and I'm not quite exhausted at the end of every day. And so I'm back. I hope that y'all have been out in the world just shining and helping one another and um, inspiring each other as you can. This episode of Shine with Heidi is going to take me back to when I was about 18 or 19 years old. Actually, it all started when I was 18, finished when I was had just turned 19. Um, I haven't shared this story in this great of detail probably ever. And the reason that I feel compelled to, sh- to share this story currently is because of what's going on in the world with Roe v. Wade and abortion laws specifically here in Texas. I have always been an advocate for anti-abortion primarily because I did have a miscarriage when I was 19 years old and I was in fact able to hold that fetus. It was an eight-week-old fetus in my hand and so I was able to see the development of a fetus at eight weeks old and that drove my opinion of abortion because the baby that I miscarried did in fact have fingers, toes, head, eyes, everything, little mouth, and you could tell without a shadow of a doubt it was a baby. And so I have never been a fan of abortion in any way because I do believe in saving unborn babies that I just I don't believe that abortion should be a form of birth control however my opinion has recently shifted and changed just based on the severity of the laws as they currently are Uh, I'm hoping that you hear my heart in this I'm hoping that you don't choose to judge me as a result of this. I just, I hope that you listen and you hear what I have to say. I did find out that I was pregnant when I was 18 years old. It, I was already out of high school. I was very much in love with my boyfriend at the time. It was one of those relationships where when he walked into a room and I saw his eyes, then my knees just went weak. Uh, It was the first time that I had ever felt true love, and I just wanted to experience absolutely everything with this man. He was actually a little bit younger than me, and so at the time that I found out that I was expecting, he was still in high school. So this wasn't a good time for us. Um, I've seen a lot of people talking about use protection, things like that. I was on birth control at the time. I was doing what I felt like I could do to keep from becoming pregnant. I was trying to be responsible. 
there was a time in which I was like scared when I was about to graduate from high school and I did miss a pillar too then because I thought you know I was stupid and thought maybe pregnancy would solidify this relationship and you know I could get married and not have to start my adult life well that eventually scared the crap out of me and I was like oh heck no that is not what I want for my life and so I took my pills religiously I was faithful with all of that but lo and behold somehow I still ended up pregnant um, like I said my boyfriend was younger than me and whenever he did finally graduate from high school he disappeared um, nothing against him at this point I have no ill feelings he was scared too I mean that's a scary place to find yourself in at 18 19 years old it really is when I found out and realized that he had left and gone because at the time we didn't have any cell phones we didn't have any way to track anybody down we didn't know where anybody went then I didn't know what to do I was in a very scared place in my life so I talked to my mother about it and she was like if that's a decision that you make to terminate the pregnancy then I will support you I'll support it whatever that you want to do so I called the abortion clinic and I talked to them and they gave me great detail of what it was to get an abortion they told me that they would put a solution inside me and it would deteriorate my unborn child and then they would go back later and suction the baby out just because of how far along I was at that time that was what it would be for me and I spent the night sobbing uncontrollably because it was not something that I could do for myself that was not something I would be able to live with that's just me however God had a different plan for me and my unborn child um, at about four months along so I just moved into my second semester I started spotting just a little bit and I rushed to the nearest emergency room I was like I'm four months pregnant I'm spotting I don't know what to do or what's going on so they did a fetal heart monitor and the heartbeat was still very strong and she was like you know don't worry you know pat me on the back because I'm 18 years old 19 years old and everything is fine your baby's good to go so I went home and I was on the phone with my mother and telling her exactly what was going on and at that moment I felt my water break and I rushed to the restroom and I looked down after I was done and there was something in the bottom of the toilet and something told me that I needed to get it out and so I did and when I retrieved it and turned it over and looked at it I knew without a shadow of a doubt that that was my baby it was very small 
It fit within the palm of my hand. But I didn't know what size a baby was supposed to be at that time. I didn't think twice about it. So I called my mom over and she looked and she was like, yes, sweetie, it looks like you have miscarriage, miscarried. So we call the doctor, the doctor, my doctor at the time tells me to rush down to his clinic so that he can, you know, examine me and see what's going on. So I took in my baby and I went to the doctor and he took the fetus away and brought in a fetal heart monitor and he said there's still a heartbeat that couldn't have been a baby and I was like you looked at it there was fingers there was toes there was everything else it was a baby and he brought in the sonogram machine did a sonogram he was like well you're clearly still pregnant you did not miscarry a baby and I was like go look and so he came back and he was like, that does appear to be about an eight week fetus. And as I said, I was four months along. So you have to be pregnant with twins. <laughs> I didn't know how to feel at that point because I had just lost one baby. I was so scared and confused already. And then I'm told that I'm still, still pregnant with a healthy, viable baby. So I get sent home to bed rest and I go home and I'm talking to my mom on the phone. Uh, I have some roommates. We make dinner at the time, chicken fried steak, I'll never forget it. And all of a sudden I started bleeding profusely, like clots that were the size of baseballs. I mean, just profusely be bleeding. And so my roommate called my mom and she rushed over and they rushed me back down to the emergency room where once they saw the amount of blood that I was losing, they instantly put me into surgery. They wheeled me off to an operating room and I didn't sign anything. I didn't make any decisions. I didn't do anything. My mother signed off on everything for me and like I said, we had just eaten a big supper, so I had to get my stomach pumped, and the next thing I knew, I was waking up in an oper operating room. The nurse was laughing at me. She was like, what in the world did you eat? I was like, we had chicken fried steak for supper, and she said, well, there was something so red in your, uh, when we pumped your stomach, and I said, oh, we had had Kool-Aid with our supper, because you see, I was still basically a child to a degree, a teenage child, but still having Kool-Aid with my meal. <laughs> well, they told me what all had happened and that I in fact had lost the second fetus and they had to do an emergency DNC. Well, anybody that's in the medical field knows that a DNC and an abortion are coded the same. I didn't think anything about it because I knew I had not chosen to have an abortion. That that was something that was medically necessary at that time. 
here's where this gets interesting. Abortion was legal at that time. It was 1987. And abortion was legal at that time. So the doctors were in fact able to make a decision to save my life. I was reading an article yesterday in which a young mother went through basically the same thing that I had gone through with her unborn child. But at this particular point in the state of Texas, there was nothing that could be done for her because the abortion laws in the state of Texas state that you cannot abort a child after six weeks for any reason unless it's medical and that medical is for the baby. So as long as there's a fetal heartbeat, the medical only focuses on the unborn child. It does not focus on the mother. So this young mother that was in the same position that I was, was then told that her only two options were to travel to New Mexico through Midland and everything through the desert where there's not a lot of cell service at the time or take a flight to Colorado so that she could get the medical the medical procedure that was necessary to save her life because she was hemorrhaging and there was a good chance that she was not going to make it. So she happened to have the money saved up to where she was able to take this flight to Colorado and have the necessary medical procedure in order to save her life. When I was reading that article, all I could think about was if this had been me in 1987, I would have had to have died because I was already to the point where I was losing a lot of blood. They couldn't transport me anywhere else. I couldn't have afforded at that point to make it to New Mexico. I couldn't have flown to Colorado. I had a single mother. I was 19 years old working two jobs. I would have never chosen to abort that baby. I would not have. However, the necessary medical procedure to save my life is known as an abortion. And there was still a fetal heartbeat. But the baby was trying to detach from my uterus. And that was why I was bleeding so profusely. Because it was trying to abort. It would have. I would have miscarried that child. But without the necessary medical procedure, I don't know how long I would have lasted had they not performed the DNC. I hope you hear my heart and I hope you hear what I'm saying. I don't believe that abortion should be used as birth control. I don't. However, I do believe that in the case of a young woman, 11, 12, 13 years old, that has been molested by a family member and ends up pregnant. What do we do? What do we do in that situation? 
for a young mother who's about to bleed to death and is on the surgical table. And the doctor's now telling her, there's not anything that I can do for you because you still have a fetal heartbeat. What are we supposed to do? As most of you know, I have been the victim of rape. Fortunately, I didn't conceive a child during that. And I know that there's a lot of women out there that have given birth to the children that were conceived during this horrific act. But not everyone has the mental strength and the mental capacity to do that. There have also been women that have taken their own lives because they can't bear the thought of giving birth to a monster's child. I don't know what the solution is, but if we make this nationwide so that there's not anywhere that people can go to safely receive the procedures that sometimes are medically necessary, I think we're going to lose a lot more women than we're currently losing unborn child. I don't know what the statistics are. All I know is that there's a good chance under today's laws that I would not be here. So I think we need to be better educated on exactly what the laws say. I think that there needs to be more information given about abortions, the medically necessary abortions, things like that. But I don't think we're headed in the right direction. And trust me, that bothers me to say because I was also advised to abort my first child because his father didn't want to have anything to do with this either. And I'm so glad that I didn't. I can't imagine life without him. However, I'm not every woman. And I think each woman should probably have a decision to make for themselves. I hope I don't lose any friends over this. I hope I don't lose any followers. But it's just something that I wanted to put out there and let you think about because there is another side to that coin. You see, in one pregnancy, I had both situations where I was able to see the fetus of an unborn child and know how developed they are even at eight weeks old. But I also had a life-threatening situation that had to be taken care of by abortion. I've always believed that God did not allow me to go through anything that I've ever been through in my life to remain silent and did not use it to try to change the world. <laughs> I know this little podcast isn't changing the world, but I'm a very firm believer in change your circle change your world. There's a ripple effect out there. I'm not the only woman that this kind of thing has happened to, and I can foresee it happening to more and more women in the future. 
And so, if I've made you think for a moment that maybe there's something different that we should be doing, then I guess I've done my job and been obedient in the best way that I can. If you're sitting there thinking, good googly moogly, this woman has gone through a lot of crap. Yeah, (laughs) I have. But maybe that's because God knew that I would do exactly this and speak out. Maybe it was my environment. Maybe it was just my piss poor decisions. But yeah, I've been through some things. And if me going through some things could keep somebody else from having to suffer, then I would do it all again in a heartbeat. Okay, if you have any questions, reach out to me. I'll answer anything the best that I can. And as always, I hope that you're out there shining in the world. Because we sure need some healing. Love you guys. Support one another.